Welcome back to another episode of the Airbnb Nomads podcast. And on this week's Property Education Masterclass, we've got Fatima and Laura, the trailblazers in property, two property professionals. They're gonna be talking to us all about their journey in serviced accommodation, where they were, how they've got to where they are today. There's loads of interesting and juicy stuff in between, so stay tuned. This is gonna be a good one. I'm really excited. Here we go. I am excited for this for this episode. Oh gosh, expectations. I am. <laughs> I've got a feeling we're going to get into some pretty juicy stuff just from chatting to you a little bit before we started. Always. It's going to be honest. It's going to be deep. It's going to be the truth behind business, working together as family, the dynamic, how that works. I'm really excited. Two sisters. No. Not sisters? No. no. You're not sisters? No. We're different ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Why do you think you're sisters? We get it a lot, don't worry. <laughs> do you want to go no, it's, I think no, you're getting Yeah. Can we Have edit that? No, 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 I think it's good. Because no. a lot of people think it. So. Yeah. Two best friends. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Got it right the second time. <laughs> Two best friends in property, trailblazing. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of you guys around on social media doing some really cool stuff. I want to know the whole story from the beginning, the journey to where you are today. Let's start, first of all, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Let's start a little bit about where it all began. So first of all, how did you two meet? Does it go back to childhood? Was you at school together? Where's the connection come from? No, we met at the gym. Yeah. You met at the gym? Yeah. I'm getting everything (laughs) wrong on this podcast. So when, when did that start? When what did was you guys that, like 10, 12 connect? years ago? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's been a long time. 10, 12 yeah. years ago. And it was actually my yeah. ex-husband that introduced us. Yeah. Um, Laura's the yeah. typical at the gym resting bitch face. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, it's one this of my ex-husbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resting Whereas I'm just like, I'll talk to everyone. <laughs> you will talk to me. <laughs> so so, so you met at the gym. <laughs> yeah. At that, um, when was this? How, how far Was that like 10, 12 years ago now? Yeah, about 10, 12 years ago. 10, 12 years. Yeah. And what were you doing individually then before you met? So I've been in the aesthetics industry now. So now it's coming up to about 24 years that I've been doing that. Um, So it was very, very different to what we're doing now. Uh, And at the time you were still working, you were at a different company. Yeah, I was in HR, so my background's HR, and then I specialised into reward at a range of pharmaceutical companies. Okay. Mm. I'll tell you what, I'll be completely honest with you. I'll tell you why I got the start completely inside okay. out, upside down. Normally, I do prep for the podcast. Yeah. I I chose not to for this one. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to keep it all for the podcast. Yeah. So I've got, I've got yeah, a bit yeah. of a rough idea. Obviously, yeah. I know the business you're in. I know you're doing some great things. Yeah. But I wanted it all to come out within I the podcast. I think you've so. said what people think. Yeah. So, so that's a common, is, great. is that yeah, a common yeah, 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 Even though I'm Pakistani and she's white. But it's fine. Yeah. There's, 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 <laughs> ma- we ma- take it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's because. Oh, we get there. It's Which our vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, ma- and maybe it's because, and I, and I think that's why a lot of people are going to be interested in this podcast, is because you're quite unique in the dynamic here, in the mm-hmm. setup, mm-hmm. right? So normally, looking at you from the outside, that would be my go-to. I would think that you were sisters, mm. because it's quite unique to have two you know, friends, two mm-hmm. women as well come together in business. 
which I think is what makes you really stand out. Yeah, there's a lot of things with women, isn't there? And they're yeah. always competitive. And I think yeah. that's why yeah. we get on so well, because we are always supportive of each other. Yeah. And everyone else judges us and may have right, their opinions. Right. But yeah. we're, like, we're I different. think we've had similar experiences growing up. Mm. with other people and that's how we kind of unite together because neither <clears throat> of us are we're competitive but with other people it's not women we compete with so we compete in industries okay. and in life and things like that so we're very um, supportive of people around us but I think we've just um, experienced a lot of negativity from Oh, you're judged, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, we're definitely and judged. And I think people think you're slightly thick and you're young. So let's, so let's dive into that a little bit because obviously, you know, this is a quite a widely discussed topic mm. in the world, women in business, being held back. Um, so are you saying that in your journey so far, and obviously we'll get into that and talk about exactly what you're doing today, where you started, where you, you know, where you're going to, what's the vision, but are you saying that up till now at least you've definitely felt some pushback being women in business compared to maybe your male counterparts? Yeah, I think we've got to be really careful, actually. I think because the thing is... Mm -hmm. you get, How we look as well. Yeah. Um, people perceive us in a certain way. And I think even our friends and family, it wasn't until we hosted a New Year's Eve party at our penthouse that people actually turned up and they were like, oh, Laura yeah. and Fatima aren't here to play. Like, they're actually achieving things. Right. And it, it shocked them. Because mm, mm. it was like, Laura and, and you get a lot thing, of, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and in the industry, I think because it's a very male-dominated industry, corporate generally is, especially mm -hmm. property, that is more so. Um, and then you have the few women that have done really, really well. But the percentage of women in comparison to men. And then when you're in this industry and you start with nothing and you're looking for investors and you're looking for investment and you attract the wrong attention, Interesting. you have to be so cautious about that. And we've mm -hmm. turned down investors previously because we don't get the right vibe. Probably like 90% of investors yeah, we Yeah, because we're not in our 20s. You know, I'm, you know Laura's younger. I'm, 40, I'm nearly 43. I'm 36. Yeah, I'm a mother of three. I've got well, 23. You both, you both look phenomenal. Thank oh, you. thank you. you <laughs> but so, you know, I've got a 23 year old daughter and I just think half the time when people talk mm. to me, who are you talking to? So, so let's go back a little bit. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part. Obviously, you, you know, you're growing the business, you're going to be bringing mm. in investors. We'll tackle that and no doubt you've had some experiences. But going back to the gym. So you meet up first mm -hmm. time, you start chatting, you build a friendship. You're both doing your individual careers, your individual industries. Was there any property related anything at that point? Or? No, just parents. Just yeah. parents. That was the common kind of denominator. Yeah, there wasn't any. You. We'd never discussed it really, no. had we? There was not. It was just uh, my parents are doing their own thing. Laura's parents have been doing their own thing as well. Yeah. But it's never become like a family business. It's just no. individual people. Okay. Um, but then, yeah. It was literally just a social thing. Yeah, and I think then... you had an interest for it first, didn't you? Whereas I knew I wanted to go into property, and for me, I was saving. So I was, so I'd come out of a, a marriage, and then I was basically just like, right, I need to buy a house. So it'd been years and years. I was building my credit report, and then I was just saving for a deposit. Yeah. So for me, I was working nearly sixty hours a week. Wow. Hardly seeing the kids. And just you're, on, you're on the hamster wheel. Yeah, just trying yeah. to keep Insanity. up. I think we were both on the yeah, hamster wheel, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like working crazy hours. Yeah, we both wanted to own a house, but for ourselves, yeah. I think we were both naive to yeah. how options. you can have a house yeah. and all the other property options. Yeah, yeah. And, and geographically, you're in one of the most expensive parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're in Cambridge. 
-hmm. big money, big prices, very hard to get on the ladder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we were discussing that earlier. I think the average house, um, first time buyer now, in London anyway, is probably, what, mid-50s, I think, is what I heard on the radio, is out of control. So you're at this stage where you wanted to get on the property ladder, you don't quite know how, you come together. So, so how, do, how, how does it begin? How do you get from the gym to you know, starting this serviced accommodation business and, yeah. and where you are today? So What's that journey look like? Who's, who's, whose idea was my it? idea to begin with. Um, yeah. So my parents had started building a house for their retirement. So I'd started sort of exploring property, trying to see tax benefits, just to try and help them out really a little bit. Um, came across Progressive and went to Masopi, as a lot of people have started their journey found serviced accommodation and with my corporate world I've done a lot of traveling so Japan, Hong Kong, China, America so I've, I've been the other side, I've been the guest yeah. um, so I knew what worked well, what didn't and I thought oh this is something that's got variety, it's got you know you've got the staging, you've got the setups, you can still use your brain, um, started doing it and I was like this is a lot, this is a lot um, and then I was like hmm who would be a great business partner? The only person I could think of was Fatima because we gel so well. Mm -hmm. We've both got a really great work ethic. Um, so I asked her and mm. she didn't even really know what I was talking about and just went, yeah. Yeah. I it was like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I think I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like designated driver. So I was dropping her home. We'd been out. Yeah. And she just said, so I've started this business. I haven't done anything. I've done the training. I've registered yeah. the name, but we can change it, so don't worry. So, um, so, so you drank about five bottles of wine. You was waffling about this business idea. <laughs> no, she's not. I don't really drink. drink. No, no. <laughs> she's not a big drinker. Okay. But there was a few of us, wasn't there? Yeah. And we, and her and I just sat in the They'd car outside. They'd gone into the house, and it was just me and Fats in the car. Yeah. And I was like, um, I've spent a lot of money on some training. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you done. And the I hadn't told anybody else. Okay, so you've done the initial training by yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I think it'd been about three months, hadn't it, or was it less than that? I think it was you probably a couple yeah. that I was just sort of like having a mini meltdown about the money that I'd spent and done a bit. Positive procrastination, somebody yeah. called it once, where yeah, you know yeah. you set up the company name, you start looking at your website. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. three weeks choosing a company name. Yeah, mm. so yeah. Um, yeah, it got to that point and I was just kind of feeling a bit overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. And I thought, you know, there are gaps in my skill set which Fatima has got those opposite skills, but yeah. then we've also got similar skills and mm. style as well, which is fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's huge, right? Because so many people, I was having this conversation the other day, so many people come together in business, but they don't realize how important it is to be able to complement each other's weaknesses. Yeah. And a lot of people come together with the exact same skill sets. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, they're, they're, they're they trying clash to, and yeah. And yeah. And well that, but also they're not filling the gap for the weakness. Yeah. yeah. So, so you two complement each other really yeah. well in that respect. Yeah. Well, she just said it to me, didn't you? And I just went, yeah, okay. And <laughs> it's just that okay. trust that trust. Yeah. we still have <laughs> that trust. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's yeah. our priority with everything. And I think the everything. next day, so I remember we were deadlifting again, she said to me, she was like, oh, so I've kind of spent this amount of money. I went, oh, <laughs> like, what the shit has she done? Yeah. <laughs> and I generally thought, oh, gosh, oh, she's in a pyramid scheme. I thought she joined a parents' game. <laughs> like, what the hell's <laughs> Yeah, literally. But you were still down for it. You were yeah, like, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, you need to go and do my soppy. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's three days. And you nagged me for a while, didn't yeah. you? And I was like, I don't understand what service accommodation means. I'm quite, quite a practical learner. Mm. That's how I learn. So I have to do the whole experience. I can't read off a textbook and go, right, I got it. Let's go. So You're more of like a visual. You need yes. To be in it, feel yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. And she was like, and you were... 
saying to me for a while, weren't you? Yeah. And then I think, in the end, I was like, right, I'll go. I can't go the Friday, though, so I'll go the Saturday and the Sunday because I'm going to take Izzy to the hospital. My youngest has all sorts of, like, health issues. So I was like, I'll take him to the hospital, so I'm going to go for Saturday, Sunday. She was like, mm, you should do the three days, but okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'll bring my son with me as well. So, I mean, we, we came. And she, you said, didn't you? You were like, I was like, don't, don't take, take your card. credit card. She was like, don't take your credit card. Yeah. She, and I was like, and then she rang me about two hours later, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I brought the credit card. Yeah. She was like, might have brought it. Might have signed up. Okay. <laughs> she was like, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Even and the thing is, you will never feel, meet anyone as kind of not negative, but cautious as mm. my son. He's very good mm. with like money. How old's your son? He's twenty now. Oh wow. So he's very much so like, no, mum. And when he heard one of the speeches, I can't, was it Kevin? Kevin McDonald. Mm-hmm. I think when Kevin was talking and he just went, no, it was Kate when Kate was talking and he just went, you could do that. He was like, you could do that. He was like, go and sign it. I was like, don't be silly. He was like, no, no, go do it. He was like, seriously. He was like, I was like, no, I haven't got the money for it. I was like, I haven't got the money. And he was like, take it with Libby. Message Libby, so my daughter. And so I actually ended up phoning it and I went, look, there's this course. And she was like, Mom, if you want to do it, do it. I'll, say, I'll, I'll send you over some of the money. She was getting on a plane. She was on, she was on her way to Italy. She's always getting on a plane. I oh, know. She's living the dream. <laughs> so, so, your, so your son knew that, that you would succeed in this business? He that could you knew see it. All, had all the qualities? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what sealed the deal for me because he is so mm. um, cautious and like, questions everything he's not a big risk taker at all but for him to hear it and say you know I can see you doing that That he was like this would be perfect for you confidence yeah and I just thought okay well if Laura thinks I can and he thinks I can (laughs) (laughs) so Laura question Mm -hmm. um when you came to to Fatima with the idea Mm -hmm. had you sourced taken on a property then yeah or not no not yet okay I think that was I want to say maybe February, March time, mm. and then we got our first property in May. Okay, so you started together, clean slate, no mm-hmm. properties. Yeah. Okay, and again, this goes back to me not doing my research purposely because I wanted to. I like how you're covering that up. Yeah. Good, good, good. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what. I want to feel the vibe, man. I want to feel yeah, the vibe. Yeah, yeah. All right, Alex, get on with it. <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm feeling, right, right, okay, that you are branding yourselves as quite a high-end service accommodation business. Why would you question that? Is it a luxury? <laughs> is it a luxury brand? It's, is that what you're going it's, for? No, it's we're going for a corporate brand. Corporate, so corporate luxury, high-end, high-end, high-end. It's high-end. Yeah. It's like good quality, but yeah. accessible and what's the word? Um, approachable, I guess. To yeah. Everyone like it's okay. not stuffy yeah um it's not like right up there luxury what we're, what, what we're going for is not a brand necessarily for tourists but a brand for companies okay yeah so that's where our direction is so like clean transparent you've got everything you need yeah. you're well catered for oh, yeah. and it's like a nicer level than some of the, you know the copy and paste people yeah. that you get yeah, so it's cutters, like yeah. up from that but okay. you know you thought luxury because you thought the whole pretty idea that's where that uh, came from. It's an image. Yeah. It, it's a brand thing. It's a very nice brand. It's yeah, a very yeah, nice yeah. image. And it's what yeah. it's just what well, you... Well, we're actually... What I mean, 
Do you want something hot off the press that nobody else knows? (laughs) Yes, I do, but not yet. Save it. Oh my God, you've got patience. Save it, save it, save it, because we've skipped a whole part in the middle. Oh, we've thrown you off your... You've thrown me off my, you know, I'm even less prepared than I was 20 minutes ago now. But I want to know the biggest problem that people have in this business, right, is, as you know, is sourcing properties, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. It's a very challenging market, dealing with agents, dealing with, with landlords, trying to get those properties over the line. It can be. It can be. And I want to know how you experienced that journey. Um, how did you start? Was it through agents? Was it through landlords? Was it through networking? How did it happen? How did it feel? Was it easier for you? With, the, with this whole brand? Was it more challenging? Did people take you serious? Did people maybe not mm-hmm. take you serious like you alluded to earlier? Yeah. So let's talk about how you got to where you are today, which is with a reasonably large successful business mm-hmm. in service accommodation with quite a few properties. How did that journey look? And who's the deal maker here? Who's, the, who's out there doing the networking or are you together? I think that? it's 50-50. Yeah. I think I'm a bit more of the reverse psychology side of things. I like to read people a bit more. So, um, I'm like, fine, I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah. Or she's like, I'm just going to have to talk to them. I, I find it a challenge and I like it. So. Yeah. Because I get a bit peopled out sometimes. Like, I'll yeah. go and do a few things and I'm like, okay, I've had enough people mm. now. Yeah. Mm. And if I hadn't gone into the direction I did, I would have gone into psychology. So, for me, that's an interest. I like the way people tick and how yeah. I can kind I of that. adapt to that. I love that. It's huge, isn't it? Like, the mm. whole thing behind sales, yeah. psychology, yeah. getting people on side, getting them to trust yeah. you, like you, build relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's such a big topic. So we didn't get any of our houses through networking. We didn't, did we? No. Not a single one. Okay. Um, and in terms of people struggling with getting accommodation, I think we struggled with our first house. And after that, we couldn't say no quick enough to be honest we had one every month like literally setting up back to back back to back and we have had to outsource houses because of lack of funds not lack of properties so you mean selling on deals yeah yeah and I think with the agents although to begin with it was a bit of a struggle but then once we'd kind of got our brand Mm -hmm. and we were out there Mm -hmm. and then it is a little bit once you get a good agent hang on to them don't tell anyone, don't share them. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think the problem is don't bullshit. And I yeah. think that without being just... Transparency is such a huge thing It's for a us. big thing. If you're at the bottom, tell them <clears throat> you're at the bottom. If you're starting off, tell them you're starting off. Yeah. Because as honest as you can be, they will appreciate that. Well, they'll, see, they'll read right through you. If you're reading a script, mm. yeah. they will read right through that. They'll see right through it. They'll be like, no. Because our first landlord, that was through an agent to begin with, and then he had actually picked up our email address off of an email forwarding from them, Mm. and he was so unhappy with them that he then picked up the email address and got in touch with us directly, Mm. and then actually wanted to work with us because we were so authentic and real. Yeah. And then it actually turned out that we had, I used to work with somebody who he was friends with, so he got a personal reference off of her, and didn't want to do any company checks because it's like that reputation that you've got. Yeah. And that was probably 10 years prior yeah. in a completely different industry. I think it's also really important to stay local, isn't it? Know your area because mm-hmm. the thing is you can be like, oh, well, it's really good down Manchester, it's really good down wherever. But the amount of problems that, you, that are going to arise when you're first starting out and the lack of connections that you're going to have, why are you adding more struggle to mm-hmm. an already stressful situation? 
So with us, it was like, oh, do you live here often? Oh, have you grown? Oh, do you live here often? Do you like, where did you come from, <laughs> yeah. etc. Uh, oh, oh, I used to live around the corner. Well, I was born down Absolutely. there. You know, so it's all it, you, You're touching relations. on some, yeah, and it's a, it's a subject that I'm really very interested in. I think there's some basic things you can do mm. when you're speaking to agents, landlords, in networking meetings that can immediately make you stand out from the crowd. For example, so many people come out of training courses with their scripts, right? Mm-hmm pick up the phone, the person answers the phone, it's like, hey, I'm calling about 123 Smith Street, do you do a company let? And it's like, no, have some conversation first, right? Mm. Build some rapport, find Mm. some things in common, talk about anything, especially if you're direct to landlord and you're Mm. at a property speaking to the owner, find anything to talk about for the first 10 minutes Mm. other than the immediate deal, Mm. right? Find some things in common, whether it's the weather, whether it's exactly. the car they drive, whether yeah. it's the holiday they just took. Yeah, kids, dogs, 100%, yeah. Anything, and We've taken donuts, haven't we? Yeah. We've yeah. like just dropped off random donuts to people and stuff. Yeah. You've got to be memorable, that's the thing. Yeah. Like we've, I don't, if you're not good on the phone, don't pick up the phone. Mm. Go in. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because Absolutely. there's nothing, they've already had six calls asking yeah. about the same property for the same thing. Yeah. There's nothing out of all those six calls that's going to make you stand out mm. if you haven't got a chat. Yeah. Yeah. So go in, let them see who you are, yeah. but then you can phone them for the next three yeah. days. Just put a face And they'll be like, name. yeah, do you remember he came in, keeps yeah. coming in. Absolutely. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. It's obvious stuff if you know it, yeah. if you understand that. If you don't, then it's like, wow, this is, this, this is amazing advice. And it's like, mm. well, not really. Just mm. go into yeah. the shop. Mm. Be confident, strong handshake, have a business card, be prepared, know mm. what you're talking about. It's basic stuff to be taken seriously. I think I'd say to somebody struggling as well, it can be scary if mm. you're not a naturally chatty Absolutely. person. Mm. But worst case is, they're not going to remember you. Yeah. So unless you go in and be that person, they're not going to remember you anyway. Mm. So don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. And it might not be the right industry for you if you're not that person. Yeah, That's or get a business well. partner because, that has got yeah. that skill set and you do the other stuff. Because it is 100%... Then if you if, if someone likes you and you can relate to them or they can relate to you, the the percentage of them potentially making a crap complaint about something is going to be reduced, even if you didn't make the beds. Mm. You know, we've gotten out of stuff like that, haven't we? Where we've had missed cleans and stuff like that because we've gone we're really sorry, go for the go to the pub, go for dinner. We've mm. gone around in our cars, had- picked up people. And taking them in, it, the taking them to different we houses. We had a system issue with the double booking. We'd yeah. just moved channel managers, and then it hadn't got transferred over. So yeah, we literally picked them 12 up. Twelve kids. Twelve kids. Put them across two Four houses. Four teachers. Drove them around viewings. It was just wild. But we got a five star review out of it. <clears throat> and you know what? That comes back to something you said a minute ago. Staying local. Yeah. Right. We're huge yeah, we on that. Local. Stay within your thir- thirty minutes of where you live because you cannot. I don't care who the management companies. No. No one is going to care about your business as much as you do. They're not going to be going and doing spot checks. They're not going to be dealing with stuff like you just said. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a management company as well. Like we treat our management properties probably better than we treat our own properties. Yeah. And the the thing is, it's, you've got to. When she does this, I'm not what she can say. (laughs) I have to stop a minute because there's things I could say that I don't want to. We can always edit it, don't we? <laughs> be honest. We love honesty. No, I just mean you have to you have to be available twenty four seven. 
you have to like we did a clean didn't we the other last week we had to go in and do an emergency clean because the va had messed up and we neither of our three cleaning teams could go in and do this clean we had two hours yeah. to clean a five-bedroom house wow and, and Laura, to go to Lynn and do it obviously we did it yeah but but that that you can only do that because you support each other right yeah. I and mean, that's the only reason why this works if Laura would say, oh, you know, it's too much work for me, I'm going out to the shops, can you deal with it on yourself? The whole thing falls apart, right? So that's the reason why you've been able to get to where you are today, mm -hmm. by supporting each other. So, so another question I've got is, you came together to build this business, both coming out of careers, right? You weren't entrepreneurial you, then, you weren't coming out of businesses that you'd already owned and built, right? So... How did you go, how did you find moving into that world of all of a sudden running your own business, dealing with tax, invoices, VAT, mm. da, 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 da. How did that work? Was I that, think was that a difficult transition? There's definitely been struggles and we're still going through things now. And I think it's you do, because we took on so many properties so quickly, mm. it became quite reactive. And mm. now we're trying to be more proactive. Mm. I have got experience in business, but massive, like tens of thousands of employees big so it's a completely different to starting your own mm. business mum and dad have always had their own business as well so you see bits of it but nothing prepares no. you for the actually side. your own the business yeah. it's what it is isn't it it's yeah. those nights where mm. you think shit Absolutely. what are we going to do Absolutely. yeah and it's a struggle as well like keeping yourself accountable and i think we do we're much better now but that's a learn for us to be more accountable it is. i think it's pros and cons to being friends because you let it slide so you don't hold each other accountable as much like she's got that going on she's yeah. got that going yeah. on so we're so very understanding know. but sometimes if you're running a business and you're trying to make it successful you shouldn't be understanding you mm. should kind of be like these are the expectations this is our friendship this is our work hat and we are be we're better at that now mm. aren't we in terms of okay i've said i'm going to do this i will do this it's a really tough line because you know each other's personal lives yes that yeah. you wouldn't know if yeah. you're just working together yeah and there's no judgment is there like no. if i have to pick up the slack i do if you have to pick up the slack yeah. you do i went to bloody canada and she had to set up a whole house by herself because we were literally did we have a booking coming in and we got the keys yeah and it so was all... i tend to do this thing don't know we'll get a house and then i'm like ah, so we've got a booking in like three days yeah. or and she's like but yeah. we like a we like a tight deadline. Yeah, it but the night first. before I flew, yeah, we got I, a house. Yeah, we and I literally got the keys and I moved all the heavy furniture so that everything was in the house, yeah. wasn't it? So you didn't have to move anything heavy by yourself. And people are like, "Well, why? How are you still doing all of this yourself? Why are you not employing people?" We love setting up houses because the amount of money it's going to cost us to set up a house or to pay to someone to set yeah. up—that's our next property. It's true. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not in the millions yet, and mm. <laughs> if someone else not is, yet. good for them. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. When you start a business, you want to try and yeah, trim as much fat as possible, right? And also, who do you trust? Mm. That's the thing you said with business. Mm. Who do you trust that's going to do your business the way you're going to do your mm. business? Mm. And if we haven't looked at every single corner of that house, at every single, single spoon or fork or hairdryer, how do we know someone else is going to bother? Yeah. Yeah, and we like to point. put our own stamp on them as well. Like yeah. I think our style is quite different mm -hmm. to what other people are doing in the market. Mm -hmm. So I have free labour as well with the kids. So yeah, they they get friends we rope in, family. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm also interested to know you could. I don't know if you have 
built a big social following, big social, like a big brand on social media? Are you, are you quite heavy on the on the socials? Have you used that to your advantage or have you tried I think to? We go up and down a bit, don't we? Yeah, I think we've learned that you can either have one or the other, right? Mm. So here's here's my thing with that. I I want to have a large business. I want to have I want to leave a legacy for the kids. Okay. Like I want to make something. I mean, do I want to show the whole world what I'm doing? Not really. No. The no. thing is, the things we have showed people or that people have access to, have people have started copying us. Like yeah. down to how is their website laid out? What are their properties called? How do they dress? What yeah. are they wearing? What, so do, do you find that as a co quite a compliment though? It is and it isn't. Your... Like, to be honest, at first we were a bit like, and now we're just like, okay, <laughs> we'll, just do it. we'll just keep doing it better, don't yeah. worry. But yeah. um, we're constantly elevating ourselves. I so. think you have to, have to be very brave and have a, a lot of time on your hands to be able to do both, to juggle both things, because mm. I don't know how people do it. Mm. Like, and when I'm not, when I'm not involved in the business, because I'm still, I've actually just left my other job and got another job. So I'm still working part-time, Laura's still working, four days still, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Which is, it may, may as well be full-time. Yeah. And then I've got the kids, so I've got responsibility to still being a mum. <clears throat> so what time do I use to have a social media presence? So we have, we have it here and there when we're setting up. We, sh we try and keep it very realistic. Um, but I think if you want to, you have to decide. You've got to either be in property or you've got to become more, if you want to have more of a training following and things like that, then that's fine. You should do that. Mm. And we're not at that stage. We've not developed our business enough yet. And like, there are marketing companies and things that we could employ to do that, but we're, we're not that big and out there we're quite private people as mm. well we'd much rather just keep working and keep growing mm. i think it's really um, surprise everyone <laughs> i think it's really admirable on that work quite hard to say um what you said about keeping it realistic because one of my bugbears in this world i've got the feeling yours too is like the bullshit that goes mm. around on social media right the the the, the jets the cars you know, the houses all leased, you know, for that day when they could shoot some content. Um, and it's all off the back to sell some courses, right? And sucking people in. But I think things are changing. And I think my feeling is that people are getting tired of that. Mm. They're starting to smell the bullshit. And the people who are genuine, authentic, documenting not only the good, but also the bad, mm -hmm. yeah. are starting to attract the followings because people are getting tired of it. Yeah, and everybody yeah. does the same thing as well. It's boring. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that whole <laughs> Victorian model syndrome. Not everyone's like that. Mm. There's so much more, and there's so much more to the world. What you're putting out there, there are so many people that are so gullible that they're going to take it in and they're yeah. going to think that's right, and it's not okay. It really frustrates me. Yeah. Like, and I think when we do our small videos on socials, we try and show how hard we work because it is bloody hard. Mm. I haven't got bank of mummy and daddy and neither has Laura. No. So what we're doing, we're doing out of our own pockets and in order to try and build something that 90% of the time you have so much negativity and doubt around because the people around you don't understand the process or the way the business works. So you, you don't own any of the houses. Mm. Like it's, the, they just don't get yeah. it. So I think it's really important to have someone in your life that supports you in your dream. And that's all, I think we do that for mm. each other. 
And then now we've got like our families on board and like the they, kids. They're seeing what yeah. we're doing. I mean, they still do question it sometimes. You haven't really made any money yeah. yet. Yeah, why haven't you made so much money yet? Well, actually it's a process because we've set up so many houses quite quickly. Yeah. Mm. So, and you've got to back. pay it back. So it's, it's yeah. starting and we've had to duds. pay off now. And we've had bad houses that we've had to like take the year to make the loss and go, this isn't working. Let's get rid. So we've got rage now. And it's about learning, crap. isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. And it still is a business as well. Yeah. And the majority of businesses actually fail within year one or year two. Absolutely. So for anyone that's made it past two years, congratulations. Like We're just coming up to that mark now. Mm. And we can see it actually, starting, this is going to pay off. Yeah. And Come prior to that is peaks and troughs. Mm. Um, so yeah. So that, that's amazing and thanks for being honest I mean and again it comes back to being authentic I think in the long run um, that's going to help you have more success grow bigger get a bigger following attract more people that honesty and vulnerability so you said that you gave some properties back what were what, what were some of the reasons behind why that happened I understand that when you're starting in this business you go through the challenges of trying to get started then you get a bit of traction and then it's really hard to say no mm. when you start getting offered stuff. Mm. Yeah, we were know, just like, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. take it, we'll take so it. it's like, yeah, mm. take it, take it, take it. So is that what happened? And then and then you went live and realised... Yeah. Our mindset was very different, wasn't it? Yeah. I think back then it was like, we don't know when we're going to get the next house, so let's take it. Now we know if we want a house, we'll get it. So we haven't actively been looking for houses even though we're setting up three in the last... You know, we've three just this come month. This month, yeah. So... Wow. But we, at the end of last year, we were a bit like, oh, we don't want one yet. We don't need yeah. it. So, but if you're we, now in control, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. We're like, when we say, hmm, okay, let's do a house now. Yeah. And then one just magically. <laughs> or three. It, yeah, it is relations though. We've got yeah. really good relations, good relations with people who then recommend us to other people. Mm. So if we need it, we'll put the word mm. out there to say, look, we need it. And we're very fussy now in terms of things if we don't think it's going to work we won't take yeah. it yeah. it's really funny though because we will be offered a house that will or we'll say to one to one of our agent friends and we'll be like look we need a house and he'll be like oh, i've got one but i don't think it's I've, i don't think it's suitable for you like, we're like well he's like well have a look and he goes i've got an offer on it but i'll pie them off if you want it and i'm like okay cool so we're going to have a look and it's really weird the dynamic of the house but we love it we're like yeah we'll take it mm. and the so house does really well yeah, yeah. But i think going back to your previous thing when we've had a house that hasn't worked it's not always like everybody's big houses are amazing but check your location don't mm. get swept up in what everybody else is saying because other people are in different areas absolutely. what works in one won't work in another yeah absolutely yeah so you so you said um a little while back that it's mostly corporates right yep. so when you're taking the bigger properties are you switching to more contractors or are you are you sticking strictly with i mean i looked at our calendar this last couple of weeks and we only because obviously november december january is very quiet periods mm -hmm. the only thing that got us through those were all of our direct contract bookings. Mm. So we, and we work on those quite a lot, mm. don't we? Not, not not as much as we should be working on those, mm. but we've held on to the ones that we have yeah. had for the whole year. So they've gone through well. That's one of our, our kind of to-dos that we haven't done is lead generation. Okay. Yeah, we need like to put some more effort into that. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> very, very But cool. we've got a high conversion. So when we get them through the OTAs, like Fatma's amazing at converting them to a direct booking and then yeah. we just keep them so yeah mm. yeah it's important isn't yeah it? so 
again, appreciating the honesty here um, about the fact that it's not all roses, right? Mm -hmm. So d business is difficult, this business, any business, um, doing your own thing, taking it to bed with you at night, it's yeah. always there, right? I think don't seven. saturate it, that's the big thing. Don't. Don't try, because we, we've done that, haven't we? We've tried to do 10 different things. Mm. So when you're applying yourself, you're saturated in everything you're doing. Mm. So you're There's never going to be 100%. Yeah. Thing. So decide what you're going to do, stick to that. So if you think, right, I want to learn enough to become a mentor or a trainer, just do that then. Okay. If you think, I want to do property so I can build a massive portfolio, just do that then. Yeah. And even if it's right, I've done that, okay, now I've got a bit yeah. more extra time because I've got that in a really good place and running smoothly. Yeah. Now I can take on that bit. Don't try and take on like, it all at once. So the old shiny penny syndrome. Yeah. You know, yeah. to make pies, chasing all the different shiny strategies. Well, we've done it ourselves. Yeah. I think everybody yeah. has to a certain extent. Um, but you find what gels with you, mm. right? What, what fits, what comes naturally, and then, and then, yeah, you're right, just stick with that. So with that being said, with hindsight now, now that you're, what, two years in, Mm -hmm. Right. What would you, what do you feel like you could have improved, done differently? What would have helped you get to where you want to get quicker? I think uh, looking, it's very hard, right? Because the thing is, because there's just the two of us doing it and then doing everything else as well. It's very, as I said, we were very saturated and the speed we did everything at. In an ideal world, we would have had more time to look at every single part of our system, every cost that was coming in, every cost that was going out, mm. track everything properly, which is what we do now. Mm. But back then we didn't. It was so reactive yeah. that it was like, okay, we've got house, great, let's do, focus Just on that. And it. then, oh, we need to do this, and then we need to do this. Yeah. And, and close, close your yeah. mind to all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of us, I think we're like, do 80, 90%, and we've both been guilty of not, not doing the last 10%. Yeah. So like with our assistants now, we know when we hire people, they have to be completed finishers because that's a bad that's, area for both yeah. of us. I think you have to understand your personality yeah. traits what you're good at. So we will get together now and um, we'll write everything down on a board. We'll be like, this is what you need to do, this is what I need to do, this is what we're not doing. This is our this is our strength, these are our weaknesses. Yeah. And we're very honest with it. So who do we need to find that is gonna fill this yeah. gap? Mm. Um, we fill, I think, up like 95% of it between the two of us, but there's that yeah. last 5% of getting it over the, so like how's the little pernickety bits at yeah, the end? Yeah. Because we, get we're so like capable. Bored, we yeah. are really capable, but we're like, okay, we've done this. Yeah. Now let's do this. We, now got, let's do we this. got to the stage where we were doing 95% of a setup of a house, and then we just had to finish it off, and we'd just spend a few days just dilly-dallying in yeah. the house. Just One house we just kept sitting in and just like yeah. setting, the <laughs> setting the rights. <laughs> Move that wire a bit. That's interesting. So, so a couple of obvious things that I pick up from there is that you're really aware and good at knowing what your weaknesses are and outsourcing that stuff, Yeah. Mm -hmm. which I think holds so many people back, trying to be perfect at everything, mm. which I don't understand because all you've got to do is look at so many of the famous entrepreneurs, right? like the Richard Bransons and these guys. Yeah. They're the visionary people, right? Mm. They have the ideas, and then they just surround themselves with people that mm. makes that, that stuff will do happen. It, yeah. right? But you know they're natural characters, don't you? You know it's natural to them, it's not learned. And I don't think you can learn personality. Mm. I don't think you can be an introvert and then learn how to be an extrovert. Mm. I think it comes to you naturally through life experiences. Mm. Mm. That's you, what... 
Do you think that comes from, do you think that comes from like, yeah, I guess where I'm going, is that who you are? Can it be learned through a job or a career or a certain lifestyle? Or, is, or, or you've either got it or you've not. Because <laughs> the only reason I'm going there is I've spent 20 years living overseas, working, I was a scuba diving instructor for 10 yeah. years, working with guests every day. I was on super yachts for 10 years, dealing with owners, crew. Mm. So my whole life has been talking, mm-hmm. you know, mm. keeping people on side, building relationships. I don't know whether that's just who I am. People mm. tell me I'm good at it. I don't know if that's who I am or I've learnt it. Yeah, I What's think, your opinion on that? I think it's probably who you are, but yeah. maybe you've tweaked it as you've gone yeah. through it and you thought, oh, that's a really good way to do X mm. because I got Y result. So you've mm. maybe like honed yeah. your skill over the years doing it. I have three children. So two of them are extroverts and one is an introvert. And it doesn't matter what I do. I can't change the personality of the introvert. It doesn't matter what experiences, he, like all of us are extroverts. So you've got, you've got me, you've got his sister, and then you've got his brother. And his, the young, my youngest is autistic, but he's still an extrovert, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's not like shy, he's very chatty, mm-hmm. he'll have a full conversation about football with you. But the middle one is just, he's an introvert. He's very quiet. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends, when they, on the odd occasion, they'll come to the house and he'll have a chat and he'll be like, to me. I think it took me about <laughs> two years before I actually had a conversation with him and I'm like, that's he smiling at me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. And I just don't that's think, awesome. it doesn't matter. And I've pushed him. I don't think I haven't. I've been like, go do this, go do that, go do mm. that, go do that. And nothing has changed that but personality. It's back to realising what are yeah. your strengths and what right. is your skill yeah. set. And just being accepting of that's him as a person. Mm. We are who we And yeah. I think that's 100%. a massive thing for us that we've... Yeah learnt over the last couple of years as well. We don't have to try and fit in a box because especially in corporate world, they want you to be a certain thing yeah. or a certain type. And actually, that's not you. Yeah. Just be mm. your true authentic mm. self yeah. and keep learning and growing. Because there is that thing, isn't there? And I don't know really what it is, but there's certain people, and I would put you two in this category, when you walk into a room, there's like a, there's like a, a force, like an energy. Mm-hmm. You know those people are there, right? Everybody knows that that person's walked into the room. Um, and I, I don't really know what that thing is. I don't know whether it's something that's... It's the energy of a person. Yeah. The aura. Yeah. Yeah. But coming back to what you said, I've been with people before who were trying to get into this space and they can't even look you in the eye, mm. right? They're so shy and introverted. Mm. There is no way. It doesn't matter how many training courses they go on, how many networking meetings they go to, if they can even go to one. Yeah. They're never going to get that deal because they don't have that specific set mm-hmm. of skills but they have a huge amount of skills over here, Mm -hmm. right? Analytics, spreadsheet, business, tax, Mm -hmm. deep diving and like deep dive analysis, Mm -hmm. which I am absolutely useless at. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a nice house. There's a train station. That'll work. Yeah. Job done. Yeah. But you need someone to reel you in and be like, look, what can we pay for this place? What's the cost? What's the outcome? Let's calm down. So it's about recognizing them strengths and not beating yourself up about what you don't have recognising what you do have. I yeah. think age plays a big part in... Wisdom. 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 Yeah. Wisdom. In, in the, the time you become less apologetic for who you are. So I try to... 100%. Yeah. We both live our lives very ethically and morally. And we now embody who we are and we're not apologetic about it. Before, 
you it's you un, unknowingly intimidate people even though you're the mm. nicest person like we we think we're the nicest people because very we're scary. very very scary yeah you, <laughs> he was so scared before we started as well Shaking. My life. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we have like before we wouldn't do it now but it's almost like we've shrunk ourselves mm -hmm. because of the people around us can't handle it and it's now we're not doing that like we no. are who we are take it or leave it mm. like mm. nobody should change themselves to somebody else yeah and now if I, I think to myself if you don't pay attention if i walk into a room what am i doing wrong so it's a whole different mm. your mindset just becomes very very different i may not have a penny in my pocket but i have self-respect and i have morals and i have ethics and that means so yeah. much more yeah Absolutely. You know, I mm -hmm. left, you know, I had a conversation with my ex-boss and I said to him, I said, the thing is, I said, I was succeeding in my career. So don't get me wrong. I said, I was, I was doing really well, but I realised I was failing as a parent. And I said, if I'm failing as a parent, I'm failing at everything. Mm. So you have to set that you, you have to stop raising to expectations of others, set your expectation of who you want to be. And once you reach that level, with everything else, you'll succeed naturally. Mm. I think education is key, don't get me wrong. The more you learn, the more confidence you grow. However, as I said, you cannot learn personality. It just doesn't happen. I feel like I could sit here and talk to you for yeah. literally hours and we're already like 50 minutes Age and in. wisdom. It's really, there's some really um, interesting stuff there. Something else that I wanna just try and squeeze into this. Um, your parent, right? How do you find the time management side for both of you? Something I struggle with is when you work for yourself, mm. is keeping the structure mm -hmm. within your life, right? Business, family, having any kind of a social life, finding that cut-off line of saying, okay, enough's enough, I'm going to close the laptop. How do you manage your time? What's your tips and tricks? around that is there anything that kind of comes to mind or are you just i like a bit of calendar blocking so mm. like every day i hate this word my non-negotiables i go to the gym and i walk the dog and i always set my day up in the morning i get up even if i have to get up and i've had like half an hour less sleep i get up and i journal and i like look at right what are my priorities for the day Sometimes every now and again it all goes to pot, but I think yeah. when you've got like a good structure, yeah. then even if everything else is going to pot, like when we're setting up a house or mm. we're running to like five different networking events in a row, then you've mm. got good habits to fall back on. So it's okay if it goes a bit to pot every now and again. I mean, mm -hmm, I have no structure. When it comes to... Structureless. Yeah, completely. <laughs> you say that, but no, you've got the dog I'm walk, better. you've got the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There are my kind of... But I do that like 6.30 in the morning when everyone's asleep. Yeah. We when both it do comes rest, get up to, early to yeah. fit it in. That's it, another thing, get, yeah. up early. get up early. When it comes to how do I, how do I balance time between work and children, I, you can't, it's insanity. And the people that think, you can only guilt trip yourself for so long. I can sit at home and I can live on be off benefits and I can be the best mum and I could be there, but what example am I setting for my children? Mm. Zero. Mm -hmm. That it's okay to lounge about in your dressing gown all day. No, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Or do I show them that this is what you get after the effort you put in? So I said to my son once, I said, go and dig a hole in the garden. I can't remember what it was for, but... And I went out with him and we did it together. And he moaned and groaned. And I said, the thing is, understand, I will never make you do something I wouldn't do with you myself. So nice. live by the example that I'm setting you. It's... I, I don't know. It's, so I can't... I feel guilty and I think... Oh, I haven't spent enough time. But I'm very fortunate because 
not fortunate, that's not the right word. With Izzy, he is who he is and he's going to live with me forever. But he's a part of the team, isn't he? Oh, he's always like, yeah. we bring him shopping, he helps set up the houses, yeah. he's... Yeah, he just he comes said, everywhere. He, he comes to some of our network lunches. Like, it was great. Yeah, yeah. He said to me last night, he said, I said... So I've prepared him. I was exhausted. So I came in and I said, oh, I'm so tired. And he said, I just want to say, Mum, it's getting quite annoying you keep saying that. <laughs> He's so funny. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, but then he heard me on the phone to Laura talking about the, the, the job that I'm covering for at the moment. And he was in the toilet where he shouted and he went, I'm so proud of you, Mum. Like, yeah, that's and cool. It's, he says everything that you have to remember your kids are probably thinking. Mm -hmm. Whereas my older two, two may not voice it as mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like they're giving me shit. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's but, beautiful. Support either way. Yeah. yeah. And... What would you say to people, I, I speak to a lot of people, right, that say, oh, you know, I want to get out of my job, I wish I had that, I wish I could do what that person does, mm. I wish I was as smart as them, I wish I had their money, that car, da 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 da, and it's all that, I wish. Yeah. And you say, well, you could do that, you could do this, here's the steps that you need to start implementing, but they just don't want to start because mm -hmm. they're, it's something inside, it's like a confidence thing, they're insecure, they, yeah, don't, they don't believe, want it enough. they don't believe they can do it, so... There's two inspirational business women, right, mm -hmm. that are building something significant. Yeah. <laughs> What's your advice to the to the to the to the mum, right, potentially, um, who's sitting at home, feeling swamped, feeling overwhelmed, feeling insignificant, not knowing where to turn, mortgages going through the roof, cost of living grinding them down, right? Where do you start? How do you how do you start that, that journey? Step one. You've just got to write it all down. Step mm. one. The thing is, I've been there. That's been me. So I can, and I, and, it's, and I still, there are some odd days where I'm a bit like, oh, this is really hard. But I know I have enough skill set, so I've always tried to educate myself with different things. If I'm not doing a class, I'm doing a course, or I'm doing something, like, you know, I, I, aesthetics industry 24 years, dental nursing over COVID, you know, just now telecoms communication company, like, and it's like, the more uh, because I had doubts now because Laura's yeah. intelligent, she's very book smart. I'm not like that, so I'm not book smart. Whereas I'm more of a practical visual learner, mm -hmm. so Laura can absorb a lot. She's like my daughter's exactly the same. So, so I did my masters. It should have taken four years, but I did it in a year because yeah. I can just what? whilst working full time as well. But what? Yeah, <laughs> like I can just do. So stuff you're like literally that. a genius. I mean, no. <laughs> and we're still reading the pop-up picture no, books. No, but like, she, this is one of the things. You say stuff like this and you did have the doubts at first. And I was yeah. like, you don't see like the amazingness that you can create. And I think now you do see that. Yeah. Because we both see, and I think we both big each other I mean, up I as well. I mean, I shit at numbers. <laughs> but no, you can do mental arithmetic I well. Can do mental you just can't well. do spreadsheets because I make yeah. numbers go funny. Oh. But that's we'll fine. get our times table into our heads at some point. No, no. But, but again, it's it all comes, about balance. But I don't need to. Yeah. I've got Laura. Yeah. Exactly. Human character. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Laura. I've got like Libby. She's yeah. quite good at maths as well. So you're fine. Izzy tells me now because he's had a great tutor, and I think this is it. Mentorship. It's so important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Izzy's is a prime example for this. So he's 14 years old. He's gone through school and he's been a, a tick box. So he's got developmental delays, genetic disorder, immune system issues, blah, 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 blah. He struggles every day of his life mm -hmm. and it's painful to watch it. Mm -hmm. And he goes to school and he's less than everyone there. So in his year, he's in year 10 now, 
teacher's like, he's never going to sit his exams, he's never going to do this, he's never going to do that. And we have a group that we belong to and there's a math tutor that arrived in that, that one day and she said, I'm the best math tutor in the world. I can teach cool. anyone. Yeah. And I just went, I wonder if teach is he? I was like, I doubt it. And I kid you not, he went to her for three days, for half an hour, 40, 40 minute lessons. She came running out to me and she went, your kid's a genius. I'm sitting in Costa thinking, you're insane. <laughs> you absolutely have lost the plot. And because he was struggled with two add three. Right. He's a 14 year old boy. Right, right. It so was just his memory just would not comprehend those two numbers mm. or three digit numbers or two digits numbers or anything. Is that like a dyscalculia? Um, I think it's dyscalculia, but he has a developmental delay. So he's mm. got a genetic disorder called White Sutton syndrome. And that just means he just doesn't pick things up mm -hmm. like he whereas at football he can he can tell you what player mm. is what and plus things like that so it's like really when he's interested as well he's just so focused on it yeah so, so he's she, got that hyper yeah. focus so she said he's learned she goes I've tried with him and nothing she goes but what I've realized he's got photographic memory and uh, she was so, I swear this one was jumping up and down and she said look look so each number has a pattern so she showed me how they they show this pattern mm. and she said to Izzy right Izzy what's this is this and he just went and he wrote it down and he added it up wow. and next week and the next week when he saw he was doing two digits numbers three digits numbers but just from that he now tells me he's he's got a photographic memory he's like yeah well I know because I have a photographic memory so it's not the fact that he may suddenly now be like she said to me he's supposed to sit his GCSEs next year she said he will 100% do his GCSE Awesome. Whereas the school has and fans never thought that he'd be able to. No. So it no. was about accessing the way that he needed to learn, like yeah. that part of his brain that, that was different. But it, it's given him the confidence to think, for him to say, I can. <clears throat> He's only had a few lessons with her. Because of our timings, mm. I've not been able to take him back. He's starting again on Friday. But just with those few lef lessons and someone having that belief in belief. you, he's gone from going, he doesn't understand money. I can't send him to the shop. You know, he just can't do that. He can't go and he doesn't understand what a pound is. He doesn't understand the value of anything. So I have to phone the shop and tell them that he's coming and this is what he's bringing and can you... You know, you know what you're doing right now? I'm sitting here thinking as you're explaining that, it literally sounds like Richard Branson's like childhood. Oh, really? Yeah, did you not see... So recently, though, because you know he's dyslexic, right? Richard yeah, Branson, like, yeah. he needs his secretary, does, like, the... the um, when you're checking to a hotel, has to do the, the reading and writing. But he's also completely, like, numbers... So he was in a meeting. I don't know if you saw it. He was in a meeting with his... Uh, you know, the guy's got 400-odd companies now. He was in a meeting, and uh, they were talking about numbers, talking about figures, and they were talking about net and gross. Mm. And Richard made a comment... That, 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 that made his accountant immediately realise that Richard had no idea the difference between net and gross. So he went over to Richard and he said, Richard, can I have a word outside? They went outside and he said to him, and you can look this up on YouTube, he said, Richard, you don't know the difference between net and gross, do you? And he said, I've got no idea. And they're talking about hundreds of millions, if not mm -hmm. billions of pounds. And his accountant literally, literally took out some like pens and paper Drew, drew the sea with like coloured pens and drew a guy with a fishing net with a fish in it and he said Richard you see the fishing net with the fish in it he right. said that's your net and he said everything else around it the ocean that's gross mm. and he was like got it got yeah. it yeah. makes sense so that's how he understands 
but like I said before, he's the guy who just surrounds himself with the people who know what Netflix yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and the, the thing, the plug the gaps. Where you haven't got the right skill sets, mm. plug the gap. Yeah. And also as well, like you're saying with Izzy at school, he's not recognised, he's not valued. No. Go where you're valued. Yeah. Like if you're sat at home and you're struggling, remove yourself from an environment mm. where yeah. you're not happy, you've got it within you. So it's just how bad do you want it? If you yeah. want it bad enough, go you'll go happen. and find this, a way. This boy, as soon as he knew he was uh, uh, had a photographic memory, I remember I was upstairs and I said, Izzy, I need to connect your laptop to the Wi-Fi. And you know utility warehouse Wi-Fis are like 16-digit oh, lines. And he went, I'm coming up. And I said, Look, can you just shout it out? And he was like, no, no, no. And he came up and he just recited the whole thing for me. And I was like... Yeah, so he's obviously... It's so like one person you... has sparked went, his whole thing. I have a photographic memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sounds like one to watch. <laughs> Sounds like one to watch. All right, let's 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 try and wrap this up. Um, like I said, I could sit here and talk for days. This is really uh, interesting and exciting. I've got loads of questions. But where are you trying to get to? What's the vision? What's the drive? What's is it legacy? Is it financial freedom? Do you want to travel? Do you want to just not have to work and lay around and watch Jeremy Kyle? What's the drive? Where are you trying to get to? All of that other than the Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. All of that minus Jeremy Kyle. We both like to keep busy and doing things. I don't think we'd ever yeah. not be able to do anything. But uh, last year we did it for two weeks from the beach and then from Ireland. So like, yeah. if we can do that and have that flexibility, right. that freedom, so you're and the security for kids family an empire an empire that's as 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 systemized and automated as possible yes at the same time and just building in the right teams to help support us with that as well yeah. which we are doing i know it's a lot of people say to us you don't network and you don't come out and you don't do this and i'm just like we do it every now and again but i've got stuff to do i've got the I've got <laughs> if i come out and come network who's gonna look at all the systems yeah. and the business and stuff how are we gonna do that and, and i think I, I i believe me i completely understand the power of networking being oh out yeah, there, oh, yeah it definitely has its place i do but at the same time i think some of the most successful people they're just at home doing their thing mm. and they don't feel the need to have to go out yeah. and tell everyone and build like because they're doing it However they're doing it, they're doing it. Yeah. And they don't need to be yeah. doing what everyone else Look at all the most successful people in the world. Yeah. They're beavering away quietly. Yeah. They're not necessarily out there networking every evening. Yeah. They just pop up here and there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. But you do think that once you do, because it's obvious that you will, based on knowing you for an hour, um, build a, an empire, that's not going to see you sit back and go, okay, money's in the bank. Let's take it easy. You're going to keep going, keep, keep building. Maybe go into different things, mm. buying. I could see you owning hotel yeah. chains and stuff. Well, we definitely want to start Luxury owning brands. our own developments is something we talked about, commercial conversions. Yeah. World is our oyster. Mm. Yeah. We looked at developments a while ago, but we knew as a business, and it was literally offered to us on a platter. Yeah. But we just knew we weren't ready for it. Mm. Because we, the thing is, you can take on everything and then you can fail, then that's your business gone. Mm. We're just really focusing on the mm. service accommodation and the management aspect at the moment. And we know when we're, when we're ready for that, when the time's right, it will happen. There's mm. no, everybody's always chasing stuff or rushing for the next thing. Enjoy the journey as well. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, one last question I've got, well, actually I've got a couple. Yes, you can do business with us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Slip the old business card in. Um, with you being women in business, um, what's the hardest thing that you've experienced? I would imagine that there's a lot of benefits. The um, girls. girls. The girls. So that's, that's what they the call bitches. us. 
the girls. No, it's when, when, oh, the girls are here. I think oh, they think okay. we're like young 20-somethings mm. dilly-dallying around and... Who are you talking to? <laughs> we're in our 30s, 40s, yeah, we've both got... Sexiness? No, Sexist. Sexism. Sexism. Sexism, that's it. Sexism? The judgments. Yeah. Judgments. Mm. Does that drive you more to prove yeah. them wrong? Yeah, because I think we both like to... Like, your judgment of proud. us mm. was yeah. pretty wrong and mm. we always like to... Okay. They can think that. We're yeah. just going to keep shocking people and surprising people. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That, I mean, that's a brand in itself, right? Like trailblazing, proving people wrong. That's really, really inspiring. I'd, I'd imagine that there's a lot of people that are inspired by that and just getting out there and getting it done. Amazing, amazing stuff. Right, I've got one final question. Oh, gosh. Can I ask for a little bit of vulnerability, a little bit of honesty here? Oh, God, okay. More honesty. <laughs> More honesty. We are big advocates around mental health. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, Pura myself, I think it's way more prevalent than what people like to talk about. I've personally had my issues, my anxieties, my troubles, my depressions, relationships, traumas, business, all kinds of stuff. Um, and I think it's really important to talk about it, mm -hmm. be honest about it. Life's hard, business is hard, relationships are hard, family's hard, everything's hard. So, Today, right now where we are, at this stage in your life, together and individually really, mm. being honest and being vulnerable for a second, would you say that right now, based on everything that you've been through, done and where you are today, are you happy? Yes, now. Last yeah. year I was depressed, fully. Like I, It was a realisation, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've had that. I've yeah. had mental health issues over, on, up and down over the last couple of years. Um, mm. I had therapy the best thing ever yeah. um, and you found that you were learning stuff as well from my therapy yeah. sessions um, but yeah I'd say I'm yeah. happy now. I, I address I think I was slightly perimenopausal last year as well because there was something going on whereas I was getting up from bed and I was tired like constantly right. and I was just constantly and I was waking up really late I could get up at like 10 or 11 o'clock and which I'd always go up at 5 30 in the morning and I was just miserable mm. I was an absolute and mm. I was just constantly just just really just down wasn't I? I used to walk around like just really crap all the time and it wasn't until about two two months ago three months ago just it must have been November mm. end of November that I thought oh, I don't want to feel like this anymore what's going on mm. so I thought right I'm just going to self-medicate with vitamins <laughs> Before you judge, and gin <laughs> um, and looked into menopause for women, etc. Did some research, got some tablets for perimenopausal. Started taking like zinc, magnesium, and after about a month, I finally snapped out of it, and I thought, oh my god, and I, and it was, but it was understanding that I was like that and understanding that you can go into a hole mm. and speaking about it and I said to the kids I said I've been shit like <laughs> I've been absolutely shit and I felt shit and no more I'm getting up again early in the morning so I'm up at 5 30 every morning now. and you said to me the other day didn't you? you said it you said it was really weird because she goes it's really shocking every time you message me in the morning now because and you're very chirpy as well because yeah, Pats was always like up to about midnight whereas I go to bed at like eight nine o'clock because I get up at four and then I'm um, yeah. the morning, and then when she messages me, I'm like, "Who is this person in the morning?" Because we're both quite quiet, and like for the first hour, nobody's allowed to talk to us. But um, yeah, it's yeah. Now I wake up, I'm just like ready to go. 
So it's addressing it, you have to yeah. address it. Don't ignore it. Yeah. And it's okay to sit in those emotions as well. And I think yeah. one of the things, mine is overwhelm. And then when I get too overwhelmed, mm. it's almost like, uh, and I'm like, now I've got the tools where I can say, okay, I'm starting to feel this way. Mm. Let me just pause for a second. I'm going to pause that, pause that, and mm. pause that. And let me do this and then pick it back up. And I think being honest and talking yeah. about it with people because... If you're in a partnership, be honest. Because yeah. we all say to each other, like, we're having a shit day. We've got a safe word. So everybody needs a safe word in the partnership. Ours is pineapples. How do you oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Because <laughs> it makes it work if you don't know what it is. It's because I haven't needed it for ages. Yeah, actually, yeah we Alex. haven't actually used it. But at one point, we were using it every day because we, we were both so. And I think this time last year was probably the we worst part for me. We used it loads. We used it so much. You just reminded me. I completely forgot. <laughs> it was like pineapples, and then it just <laughs> made you laugh a little bit. But I think having that relationship where you can be honest and vulnerable mm. with a person, because we would both hide it previously yeah. from other people. Um, but now we just, just okay. we'd literally just pick each other up and just sit in the car crying, wouldn't we, for yeah. ages? And the other one would just be like, it's, it's, you bought let me a blanket out. last time, didn't uh, you? It's the <laughs> cuddle cushion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she went into shop and she bought me a cuddle cushion. And you bought me the stressful. We were walking around the shop and I was ranting at her and she just brought it without me saying it. She was like, here you go. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's really good to, it's really good to, the only reason I ask the question is because I think there's you know there's so many people sitting at home beating themselves up just on social media and everyone looks like they're flying mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a yeah. big misconception right so it's good to, to know that people who are out there doing it I spoke to somebody the other day and she was like struggling. you lot are like flying and I was yeah. like I went through this last yeah. year and she was like I never would have guessed mm. because I think we are quite good at putting on a face I think it's worse for men though yeah like, I oh definitely feel more because I think with men, it's that whole perception of the breadwinner, the giver, the carer, the, the protector. They the, have to hold it all yeah. in and push it down. Like the and men in my family are like, you just push that down. Like mm. you don't address it, mm-hmm. and one day it's going to come up. I, I think. For, I think. Luckily, uh, I think it's it's getting it's, it is changing. Mm. There's more like men's groups and you know support groups mm, and stuff yeah. where men can just kind of really open up. I've, I've been on a couple, and they're they're they're, they're, they're pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's an it's an ongoing thing. Mm. It's it's, a, it's something that everybody needs to talk about. So appreciate your honesty on that, Anytime. and um, it's been amazing. Yeah, likewise. Really, really enjoyed <laughs> it. Really, really enjoyed it. Thank Thanks you so us. much for coming on. Yeah. We're going to put all your information in the show notes so people can reach out and make mm-hmm. contact. Wish you so much luck on your journey. Thank you. Really inspiring. Yeah, thank uh, you. To see you just you know trailblazing the industry and um, and and doing it ethically as well. You know, mm. not trying to be something yeah, you're not. So important. Being honest with where you are, and I think you know, over the long term, that's going to see you just take over. I'm expecting to see big things. Amazing. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much for joining. Thank, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here next week on another episode of the Airbnb Nomads. Thanks. Mm-hmm.